create the space for new. Yeah, I know that's a lot easier said than done, but how bad do you want what you want? Jumbo fellow adventurer, it's Mike Dooley here to remind you of how powerful you are and how much you deserve by sharing last week's spiritual tune-ups. These are live broadcasts Monday through Friday, each lasting 5 to 15 minutes, where I answer viewers' questions, bringing lofty metaphysical concepts down to earth for your immediate traction. You were born to succeed. You are pushed on to greatness every single day. Your positive thoughts are at least 10,000 times more powerful than your negative thoughts. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy a week's worth of spiritual tune-ups. Jumbo, fellow adventurers, Mike Dooley, time for a spiritual tune-up where I answer your questions about metaphysical concepts, bringing them down to earth so that you have more traction and a happier life. Today's question is one that I see recurring um, from audience member to audience member and one I've dealt with myself. Uh, I've got a few easy steps for you here. How to break bad manifesting patterns. Question, Mike, how on earth did I manifest someone with addiction and mental health issues again? I do not want to heal a romantic partner. I have other priorities in life and business. I thought I left that pattern behind. Okay, so I've got six things for you here. It won't take long to go through them and it'll put you on a brand new orbit. So simple, so much fun. First of all, Clear the slate. Create the space for new. Yeah, I know that's a lot easier said than done, but how bad do you want what you want? And I bet you through ingenuity and creative ways, you can create that space. Whether it's a relationship or starting a new business or financial abundance, just do what you can to, to remove yourself from what you're in to the degree that you can so that there is a landing platform, if you will, in your life, metaphorically, for the new manifestation to take off. You can't keep manifesting the old and want to start manifesting new simultaneously. That's really hard. Do what you can with what you've got. Number two, dream of the new end result. The end result, not hows, not whos, not wheres, not whens. Define your dream situation, partner, financial situation, business, etc., in terms of the end, as if it had already happened. And keep your definition general, like joyful, happy, healthy, creative, travel, friends, laughter. The universe can connect those dots. Do not go crazy here. Uh, he's got to be tall. He's got to be bald. He's got to be good in the kitchen. He, it's like, yeah, you, you can have those preferences. Don't attach to those preferences. Attach to someone who loves me, someone who understands me, someone who respects me, or a business that's fun. It's like a game. I want to play every single day. 
Those kind of things you attach to and you settle for nothing less. Okay, that's really important. You've cleared the slate. Now, what is it you really want in terms of joy, creativity, camaraderie, etc.? Number three, show up, take action, baby steps, internet dating, create a, a, an account online for a brokerage, uh, buy some Bitcoin. You can buy a dollar's worth or $10 worth or whatever your thing is, take some action and kicker. Don't be doing the same old thing you used to do. Okay. That didn't pay good dividends. You want to shake your inner witness. Like, oh, this is not the same Mike Dooley anymore. This is a prepare all systems for the unexpected. You arouse a sense of excited anticipation when you do a few different things if you keep going to you know one dating website and keep getting persons people that are not ideal for you go to a different one tell your friends uh wear a mask and go out in public do different things than you've done before this is getting better i'm getting to the the, the big point here number four you don't have to say yes to whoever or whatever shows up so often i I hear this kind of thing. Often people wanting a relationship, they found everything that they wanted, except they forgot to put single and available. The person who show, showed up is in a complicated relationship or is cheating on their partner. And you're like, oh my God, how did I manifest this? You didn't. Why did you assume that this was the right person? If someone shows up who's not checking all the boxes and you've got to give it time to check the boxes, don't jump to conclusions. You got to do your due diligence, your research, you got to wait till your heart and your mind are on board. And then when you see that all the boxes are checked and more, you ease into the business deal, the contract, the relationship, the investment, whatever it is. You don't want something. And then the first person who shows up, oh, this is what I manifested. No, it's the third guy behind this guy. But you're never going to get to the third guy behind that guy or the third business partner or the third whatever until you insist on those end results, happiness, joy, camaraderie, love, sanity that you wanted. If your check boxes aren't checked off, this is not your manifestation. Of course, you're going to attract to yourself all kinds of interesting players and partners. You're a hot dish. People want some of that. But don't assume that just because, you know, the first three people that showed up who have issues, most people have issues, big issues. Just because the first three showed up with issues doesn't mean you did something wrong. The mistake is made when you think, oh, this is what I manifested. I better learn to love it and, and make it work. Are you kidding? You're of the, of the divine, by the divine, for the divine. Settle for nothing less than your menu list items. Joyful, happy. Uh, you can have your preferences, good in the kitchen and the like. But don't attach to those little things. Those are silly, okay? Might not be good in the kitchen. Might be good somewhere else. Um, just prepare to be surprised. You can have your preferences, but insist and settle for nothing less than sane, respectful, funny, um, you know, okay? You got it? So you don't have to say yes to whoever showed up, and that doesn't mean it was your manifestation. Number five, you get to be picky. Okay, this is a little similar there. You get your say. Don't settle for less than happy. Yes, be picky. And people say, don't be judgmental. 
I would say when it comes to a partner or a business deal, you better be judgmental. You better be judgmental. Who else is going to save you from making a silly mistake? Now, you're not going to judge them and say, oh, they're less than you or they're bad. But you are the one that has to say, this feels right. In my judgment, I'm willing to go out on a limb and take a chance with this person who's checked all my boxes. You better be judgmental. There's nothing unspiritual about being judgmental when it comes to forks in the road of your life. You owe that to yourself and to your loved ones. You've got to do that. Okay, this is not being gossipy. This is not being critical of every passerby that you see in the mall or the bowling alley. Okay, this is this is a different kind of judgmental. And to that degree, every day we all need to to know what our limits are, know where the boundary lines are and pass judgment as to what's going to get us to the goalposts. And number six, don't judge the journey with your physical senses alone. Okay, you've cleared the space. Maybe you extracted yourself from a situation you didn't like. Now it's terrifying. You're all alone. You're starting a business from zero. And, and you tend, we tend to use our physical senses to be like, nothing's showing up. I must have made a mistake. I didn't do this right. You did it right. Follow your heart. Stick to your guns. Keep in the metaphysical genre. End result, visualize, affirm baby steps. End result, visualize, affirm baby step. You just keep going, going. You bear down, you shine. You put in your heart and your soul. You're doing what you chose to do. You're going to the promised land. This is going to tide you over. Don't be judging life by your physical senses alone. Okay? Go with your intuition, your evolving feelings, your evolving logic. Use it all. These are all valuable resources. And then you're going to live like you have never lived before. The bad patterns will be in the past. Good times ahead. This is what you were born for. Jumbo fellow adventurers, Mike Dooley, time for a spiritual tune-up with a question that's a little bit heartbreaking. Mike, why does manifesting get more difficult? I have fielded this question from audience members and from emails for 21 years. And very often it goes something like this. Mike, I used to be so good. I was an automatic manifester. It always worked. But as I've gotten older, I've lost my touch. I don't know what's going on. Or specifically, the question just asked recently, Mike, why did the law of attraction work perfectly for me until somebody told me about it? And now I can't make it work. It can be disturbing when you don't understand with the proper context what exactly is going on. But boy, do I have some great news for you. Your game has gone up. Okay, you've been called to a higher place. You know that expression, ignorance is bliss? Well, the truth is, ignorance totally sucks because it's just a matter of time and you're going down and it's going to be in a ball of flames and you're going to have no idea what happened. Um, and this is the case when you are unaware that you are a divine being streaming, like streaming on the internet, streaming your manifestations into place. You are a nonstop 
manifesting machine 24 7 can't turn it off it's just that you never knew it and then every now and then something good would happen in your life and you started to learn about the powers of positive thinking you'd be like Man, i'm all over this i can get a parking spot anywhere but then the more you became aware of it and the more you realized that you alone decide your future who you alone choose perspectives in your present wow that's overwhelming that's terrifying and then you think a bad thought and and you freak out and you think a good thought and nothing happens and it's like well i used to be so good at this and it's like you've always been ace you will always be ace but you've been called higher you know where you're going you're going to a place where you're learning patience and you're going to understand that you can't turn this off, that you are a tidal wave of intergalactic love. Come here to enjoy and thrive in the jungles of time and space and you will be unstoppable and it will be deliberate instead of through ignorance. And then nobody can take the wind out of your sails. Nothing can hold you back. You don't have a bad day anymore. Sure. It takes a while to get used to the fact that there will be always unexpected manifestations. I mean, until you're walking on water and that day's coming, there will be the unexpected manifestation. But you're going to realize that everything that happens on your journey adds to who you are and that there was order and meaning to it. It wasn't a test or a lesson imposed upon you from on high. It was perhaps the stage being set so that you could experience better than you had even imagined in the beginning. And so eventually a setback is all of a sudden seen for what it is, a setup for awesome. And everything starts playing in your favor. And then you have patience and then you cut yourself some slack and then you start enjoying the journey because you just can't be stopped. It's just gonna keep on going up and up and up on this upward spiral. So right now, your game has been called to a higher level. It's like putting on a brand new suit of armor. It's like brand new everything. And you're like, but wait a minute, I was so good. You're better now than you've ever been. And it's just going to take a little time to realize that not only are you a streaming manifester, but through witnessing and reflecting on your past life heretofore, you're going to realize that you're inclined to succeed because of your divine heritage and that your positive thoughts are at least 10,000 times more powerful than your negative thoughts. And then you're not going to worry that you worry because as long as you visualize for four or five minutes a day, you totally got this. Plus show up, show up, act with faith, demonstrate, be of service, have a good time. O-M-G. So fellow adventurers, the good news is that your game has been taken higher, okay? And you will become unstoppable. Jumbo fellow adventurers, Mike Dooley, time for a spiritual tune-up. So today's question is uh, one that I have often wrangled with, uh, and I hear many times. Mike, how to juggle many dreams? Specifically, I have a few different businesses and always wonder if I should be visualizing the success of each one of them or just the life that I want as if they were all successful. I can remember a time when I lived in Boston, Massachusetts, working for Price Waterhouse, and 
I wanted to change absolutely everything in my life, career, place of work, um, you know, place of residence, didn't have a relationship, just totally unfulfilled. And I was like, where do I begin? Well, <clears throat> my workaround back then was like Monday, I'll visualize career, Tuesday, abundance, Wednesday, um, girlfriend, Thursday, um, well, you know, there's no one way to do this stuff, <clears throat> but I've got an answer for you. And this question was brilliantly phrased, but I'm going to be extremely literal here to make the strongest teaching points. So which should I visual visualize? Each business doing well, and the person said it was overwhelming, um, or my life as if they were all successful. Neither one would be one that I would choose. Okay, being very literal. The second is way better than the first. Envisioning your life as if it, as if all of your businesses were successful. But, but what was good about that answer is what I came to deduce when I wanted to change everything in my life in Boston, Massachusetts. Instead of trying to micromanage everything, thinking that if we take care of the pennies, the pounds or the dollars will add up. That's micromanaging. And you can never get your head around every single bell and whistle that you need to micromanage. And if you're approaching it from a bottom up micromanaging kind of perspective, you're going to leave stuff out. Stuff that's going to come around and boomerang and blow up in your face and you're going down. The way to do all visualizing is from the top, from the top down. Imagine your rocking life. Back then, I would think, what's the simplest way I could succinctly name all that I wanted to change when I lived in Boston? And I came up with four words. A happy, spiritual, international millionaire. Happy, spiritual, international millionaire. I just took 24 items and put them into happy, spiritual, international millionaire. I have since learned from experience I could have stopped at happy. Happy is the ultimate end result. It implies that all of the cylinders fire are firing. Happy is the tippy, tippy, tippy top. You cannot be truly rocking woohoo happy if you're broke. Woohoo happy with open oozing sores on your face. Woohoo happy uh, all alone, confused, living in a tent. Some people have said, you know, what if the universe just makes me happy? The universe is not such a jerk. The universe loves you and adores you. And if you say happy like crazy happy, it knows that means you want friends too. That knows you. it means you want your pain and your need to go away. You don't have to micromanage that pain and your need. Just say, I want happy. And the universe is like, I got you, baby. I know exactly how you're going to be crazy woo-woo happy, including money, career, creativity, fulfillment. Start from the tippy-tippy top. What... What I would caution in this answer that was less than perfect, although there's a lot of wiggle room when you want to live deliberately, that's how much we're adored. Um, should I imagine the life I dream of as if all of my businesses were successful? Drop as if all of my businesses were successful. If you want your life to be your dream life, divine intelligence will put the right business or the right partner or the right organization or charity or whatever beneath you. You don't need to imagine a great life and all four of my businesses are doing well. 
F all those four businesses. Maybe it's those three over there that will rock your world and forget these four. But if you're trying to have the perfect life and make these businesses work at the same time, you're limiting yourself. It might work. It might work. If you're okay with it might work, go for it. But if you want total certainty, imagine joy, happiness, abundance, friends, laughter, and let the universe connect all the dots. And yes, continue to work on your businesses. Continue to take baby steps. Continue to go out on blind dates. Continue to see your doctor or lawyer or whoever else. Do the practical stuff. Show up with baby steps. But you must also be attached to the big picture and be prepared for or better than what you're now wrangling with. Because it might be one of those four businesses. It might be one of those businesses. It might be none of those businesses. So be there fully with a glad heart, totally all in, but you know, leave room for or better. You know, always have your antennas out. Always have you know, a question mark in your mind. Could I do better? Could I have more fun? Is there a different way to do this? Is, could I be seeing my life differently? And then you surrender from wrangling and messing with what I call the cursed house. As this question was framed, the, the multiple businesses are how the questioner sees their life blossoming. The universe doesn't need your help there. You can want to be a successful entrepreneur. The Show up with your businesses. Be more focused on a rocking life. And as you show up with your businesses and you dabble here, dabble there, open-minded, all of the logistics will show up and shake out and you will be where you couldn't even imagine earlier that you might be. You will so overshoot your expectations. This is the love divine intelligence has for everyone. This is why you don't go messing with the cursed house because you're simply micromanaging. And by micromanaging, you're limiting divine intelligence ability to reach you with a better, quicker, faster way than you even knew at the time. So always go big picture. Uh, joyful life, creatively engaged, totally fulfilled, of service, if that's what you want to be. Um, living in wealth and abundance, lots of international travel, COVID free. That big picture, the universe is like, I'm all over this. I totally know how this game works. Let me add it. And then show up, show up, but without attachment to the hows, the whos, the whens, the wheres. John Bofello Adventures, Mike Dooley, time for another spiritual tune-up. These tune-ups are where I answer your questions to give you traction in life. The spiritual adventure of thoughts becoming things. And I am often asked, you know, what does this mean? I start every broadcast out like this. In the Secret by Rhonda Byrne, the DVD. I was one of the featured presenters. And in the secret, I say, thoughts become things. So it's kind of my little thing. Now somebody else is doing it. There's some other trendy meaning to the three fingers. I don't even know what they are. I hope it's uh, respectable. But um, thoughts become things. And I thought today, given that there's been a, a slowdown in questions, so post your questions below. Um, I thought I would revisit the most powerful three words in any language on planet Earth. Thoughts become things. These Three words tell you exactly where you fit into the equation of reality creation. And there could not possibly be 
any better news than you being given the power to choose your mental focus to speak words in that direction and to show up in that direction and prepare to be astounded. It is through your thoughts that all things are possible. Not just as some people speculate because you have to think of an idea before you can go make it happen. Your thoughts literally, literally come to life. Everything else is kind of uh, the base mechanics and the logistics of time and space connecting one moment to the next moment. There's only an eternal now. Truly, we are streaming manifestors. Seth, dictated by the late Jane Roberts, said that your eyes don't perceive what is out there in the world. They project what is out there in the world. And we're all projecting right now, seven and a half billion co-creators on planet Earth, which means there must be some kind of coordination system matrix uh, energy grid that we all agree upon to enter into these holographic jungles of time and space. Now, I know that that's getting way out there and you don't have to go way out there to otherwise witness that in your life, every major pivot with very few exceptions Every major pivot was preceded with anticipation on your behalf of what might happen next. Either great excitement and joy or fear and terror. We create it all, which creates a lot of tangents. Mike Dooley, are you blaming the victim? I'm not blaming the victim. We're all co-creators. We're creators of our own experience. And many times we unintentionally create, but we came here to this playground in time and space to learn of our power. It's all unfolding in the palm of God's hand. You are safe. We are all safe. We all get to the winner's circle. This is the winner's circle of sorts. So the good news here, though, is literally, literally, there are no, zero, nada, mitigating factors to what decides your destiny for the rest of today, tomorrow, and the rest of your life. None. Not God, not angels, not destiny, not karma, not ancient spiritual contracts. You and your thoughts, what you choose to think. And as I so love to share, we are of the divine, by the divine, for the divine. So our inclination is to be positive. There are people who tell me, oh, Mike, I could never be as positive as you. I'm like, if you knew how much I feared, and if you knew how much to this day I worry about stupid little things, you would never claim that I am so positive and that you are not. We are all way more positive than we give ourselves credit for. And that innate positivity catches the winds of the divine that brought us here. Our thoughts in alignment with truth become things faster on a basis of 10,000 times faster than our negative or thoughts that are outside of truth become the things and events of our lives. So you don't have to freak out and think, oh my God, I thought a negative thought. Oh my God, I'm worrying. You don't have to worry that you worry, as I like to say, because just a little bit of positivity will offset all the fear and all the negativity. You are inclined to see, to succeed. It is as if we're each pushed on to greatness every single day. 
living in a non-neutral universe, a universe made of love and divine intelligence. But this is the medium through which we live. Love is the medium like water is for a fish. There's only love everywhere. Our adventures are not into some variable of love or how much love do you feel or how much love will you allow. There's only love. There's only love. It's how much will you think this, that, or the other to experience this, that, or the other. And then the words, the, the thought comes up. What about our words? Our words are our thoughts spoken. S selected from 60,000 thoughts a day to the few words we speak, your words become things in a way quicker than your thoughts become things. But it's all just thoughts become things. Your actions are your thoughts in motion. Of all the things that you could act on, very, very few get acted on. So when you start moving in the direction of a dream, demonstrating anticipation and a belief that this is gonna happen, oh my gosh, you become unstoppable. It's the person who has the audacity to show up when anybody else with a logical mind would say, what's the odds of that happening for me? This, it doesn't, it's not about odds. It's about, do you believe it? And if you believe it, then you think it more. The question also comes up, you know, are beliefs more important than our thoughts? No, our beliefs are almighty because our thoughts become things. And our beliefs allow us and incite us to think along certain lines. And those are the thoughts that become the things and events of our lives. Or our beliefs limit us and shut us down and do not allow us to think those thoughts that can then not become those things. The only reason your beliefs are almighty is because they regulate your thoughts, which become the things and events of our lives. So it's Thoughts and thoughts only, and you can use your thoughts, which is your words and your actions, to erase invisible limiting beliefs. You can use your thoughts to install empowering beliefs, your words as well, through affirmations, baby steps and demonstrations. Um, it is all your thoughts. And now, do you have to visualize? No, you don't have to visualize. You're streaming this right now. You're a nonstop matter manipulator. You're black belt, PhD, judo, kung fu. You got this. You're totally acing it. You don't have to do creative visualization. But when you know what we know, that it's all about your thoughts, who in their right mind wouldn't sit down for three or four minutes a day and think thoughts that reflect the life of their wildest dreams as if they were already living that life. Who wouldn't do that? See yourself financially wealthy. See yourself surrounded in love. See yourself making a difference on earth. See yourself filled with creativity. See yourself laughing. Taste those happy tears. Your mouth is aching you're laughing so hard. You're doubled over. Milk coming out of your nose. You're just... Imagine that for three or four minutes a day. It seems silly. It seems futile. These are primitive times that we now live in. We have been taught and we have come to believe and therefore experience that it's blood, sweat, and tears. That it's by the mercy of God, as if God was judging you. God loves you. God knows you're doing your best. The same for every other person on the planet. However lost and confused and vile and disgusting they may be, there is hope. They can be re 
redeemed. They can be rehabilitated. Leave that to God, divine intelligence. You go live your rocking life right now. And it all begins with this. You don't have to be crazy positive. You don't even have to visualize, but why wouldn't you? Um, it's like the game is rigged. It's just like a nighttime dream. Do you have any doubt that you are the creator of your nighttime dream? It's not me. It's not God. Come on. You or call it your brain. It's not your brain. The brain is just kind of this uh, medium through which spirit flows. Your energy flows. It's what channels your energy. You and your nighttime dreams create elaborate dream scenarios, don't you? There's even daylight and clouds and gravity. You're streaming all that stuff? You don't even know how photosynthesis works and you're streaming trees in the sunshine? And you're doing it right now. You are just creating it all. You, it's what you are here is what you experience there. And the, the achievement of total self-realization that the yogis in Eastern philosophies pursue and any enlightened person in the world over is keen on doing. Self-realization, enlightenment, is totally getting to that place where you are fully present in your energy to such a degree you literally realize that you are dreaming on the fly in your waking dream, in the here and now. As you watch this, you know you are dreaming. You know you are co-creating it. And then the miracles can be spontaneous. Then the miracles are unending, as was the case for Jesus, who literally walked this earth earth and showed us what we can do when we understand that our thoughts become things believe and ye shall receive because your beliefs uh, dictate your thoughts. Buddha, probably Krishna, although I don't know that religion, um, and many other enlightened folks, many who were, who were never known or nor famous, nor did they become prophets, discovered on the fly their power, their divine innate energy. And it's there for all of us to do. We are God come alive in the dream of life. And there is only thought. And thought is pure God. And you are like Spider-Man, Spider-Woman. Wherever you go, you're zipping out. Not cobwebs, but God. You're in this illusion, the illusionary soup. And wherever your laser beam is, you are illuminating the divine or projecting it, as I said at the beginning. Let this be the best news of the entire day. You are couched in love. You are here for a reason. It's safe. It's easy. It's fun. You are adored. You are powerful. You can change what you don't like. You can attract what you do want. Jumbo fellow adventurer and happy fry. Yay. Time for a spiritual tune-up. I'm Mike Dooley, where every weekday, 9.15 Eastern time, I bring your metaphysical questions about living the life of your dreams, manifesting down to earth so that you have traction. Because truly, as I like to say, this time and space continuum is not the Harvard of the universe. It is the kindergarten of the universe. Today's question is an add-on. Thanks for posting your questions below. To yesterday's topic, thoughts become things. The end all and be all of living the life of your dreams lies in your chosen focus and the power that your thoughts pack. The follow-up question is, Mike, what about our feelings? 
Don't you need to feel it or live in the state of being having the desire for it to manifest? And what about our intuition, our beliefs, daydreams, night dreams? I'm going to answer all of that in 10 minutes. Our feelings are the turbocharger of manifestations. Our feelings, the emotion you feel behind the desire or the embodiment is what decides which of your 60,000 thoughts a day become the things and events of your life. Oftentimes, emotions or the passion beneath your thoughts isn't talked about because it's somewhat fairly assumed that if you have a dream and it's really lit you up, you're automatically passionate about it. But if you're wavering and you're doubting, or if you're in a hurry, anybody out there in a hurry for manifestations um, on point, then it wouldn't hurt, even if it feels artificial, to ramp up a sense of passion and joy and yes, I feel it, I love it, and gratitude and thank you, universe. You add that to your creative visualization once a day for a couple of minutes, unstoppable. Just get in that zone. And the questioner implies a very good point. Instead of just feeling the passion with, I want it, I want it, I want it. Because that reinforces you don't have it, you don't have it, you don't have it. And that perpetuates you don't have it. Instead, try to get in that zone of, I am, it is, I love, thank you, thank you. The emotion of gratitude is the ticket. As if you have received. And that feeling of, I have received, even though you haven't, can only be made authentic and manifested if you receive. Super powerful. But as I love to share, there's so much wiggle room, you can even get it wrong. You can even be doubled over in angst. I want it, I want it, I want it. And still get it. So, you know, don't stress too much. But if you know these little tricks, you can make things happen quicker in your life. Feelings is what it's all about, okay? And that feeling of I have it is the most powerful. That's how you supercharge your thoughts, your chosen focus. Thoughts is what leads the way, okay? It's the laser beam in the darkness of the jungles of time and space. And the more emotion, desire, passion, fear, the quicker the manifestation. But intuition. Our intuition is, uh, I, I wouldn't call it our thoughts. It's a different kind of feeling. It's that gut instinct. The, this is invariably part of several feedback systems. Your intuition is your pipeline to divine mind, to your higher self. So when you have an end result, a desire, a fear, and you're in motion, that pipeline opens up. And suddenly you have more clarity than you had earlier. It's the feedback system. Go left, go right. It's good. It's not. This is your higher self speaking to you. This is God Almighty giving you, you know, breaker, breaker, come in, 10-4, make a left up road. Um, listen to it. It's not part of the deliberate thoughts becoming things process. It is an indirect guidance system. It is infallible. Trust your intuition. Cultivate your intuition. Work on your intuition. Next time you're in the grocery store and you're trying to pick between the Colombian coffee and the Peruvian coffee, ask intuition. Use it for little things. If you're trying to should I spend $5 or $6, go to intuition. When you get good at mastering it and you have that feeling like, oh, it just feels right, 
then you're building the muscle and you can use it for the big decisions like Bruno or Rocky. Um, let's see. Beliefs. Mike, I know thoughts become things. That's so good. Thank you very much. But aren't our beliefs more powerful than our thoughts? No. No. Beliefs are not more powerful. Beliefs are almighty because they stimulate, allow, guide, or constrict, limit, and shut down your wandering mind, your thoughts. So your beliefs are the gatekeepers. They are almighty, I like to say. Not all-powerful, but almighty. Because thoughts become things. Again, it is thoughts becoming things. The end-all, be-all, ain't nothing else matters. You can change your beliefs by changing your thoughts. Um, what's important is that you get they are almighty because of your thoughts. And, and if you feel like you are not able to move in a certain direction, possibly because of limiting beliefs, instead of looking for the invisible limiting beliefs, begin installing empowering beliefs. Daydreams. Yes, your daydreams are your thoughts that will help color in and create the foundation for your future. But daydreams often lack passion and emotion. They often lack intention. Sometimes daydreams, I'm just wondering, what would that be like? Now that's powerful, but it's not as powerful as, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Not, not, to, not Jesus the Savior, Jesus the illuminated, magnificent being that came here to say the things that he did you can do, that we are brothers and sisters. All right, just want to clarify that there. So daydreams, yeah, they, they count, they count. But you can take it up several levels by intentionally visualizing what you want with passion and emotion, and it'll go a lot farther. Um, and then night dreams. Nighttime dreams are not the building blocks of your daytime experience. My take. Nighttime dreams are also a really invaluable feedback system. It points out where your fears are, roadblocks are. Nighttime dreams are a therapy. They help you play out certain scenarios, release bursts of anger, scare yourself into action. Um, but they are not the, it's not like if you dream one night of a certain something, you're more likely to manifest it later on. There's not such a connection. It could happen, but it wouldn't be because the nighttime dream had it. Nighttime dreams, so much is accomplished. Um, but it is your daytime street level conscious self that is here enjoying the fruits of your creativity with the conscious thoughts or accidental thoughts that you entertain that spring to life in future manifestations. Well, there you have it, fellow adventurer. Thanks for listening to this most recent installment of Spiritual Tune-Ups. If you enjoyed this podcast, please take a few seconds to rate it on the podcast service you're using right now. It makes a big difference in helping more people find us. And of course, if you want daily reminders of life's magic and your power, please sign up at tut.com for my free Notes from the Universe emails. Tally ho!